This time, on GeekPod, the boys steal a bit from GeekPod Blue. You never go clawed ahead. Whatever you do, never go claw and ahead. Ladies and gentlemen, dorks and dweebs, nerds of all ages, GeekPod Network Productions is proud to bring to you the most electrifying middle-aged guys in Syracuse, the Doctor, Hugh Allen, the pod whore, Paul Showens. Alone, they are single geek beacons in a dark cop drama world. But when the mics go hot, they are GeekPod. God bless me! Welcome to this week's edition of GeekPod. I'm your host, Paul. I'm Hugh. And we're back in the studio. We are. It is exciting to be back here. In this tiny little white room where we stare at each other uncomfortably close. Yeah, well, it's not... I I think we've been uncomfortably closer before. Get your hand off my penis. (laughs) I I meant, like, in a car. When you have gas. Yeah. (laughs) Or in a hotel room. Oh, oh, oh. Convention center. Yeah. Basically everywhere. I I fart a lot. Yeah, you do. It's it's awful, too. It's, It's, you know, it's a gift. Or a curse. It, it's funny too because mine are pretty bad, and uh, for for me to actually cringe, be scared of yours, uh, that's that's pretty awful. I did you a solid. I did not have beans last night. Oh well, thank you. I so, appreciate that. That wasn't by design. That was just by lack of wanting. Do you to sometimes eat. have beans by design before you uh, end up with me in a small white room? Usually, close? usually yeah. that's the plan. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Am I am I sounding extra berry white today? Extra berry white? You're probably not. You, of course, you don't get to hear a lot of. I, I don't. I have no idea what you're talking about. I sound very bassy today. So, like, no, <laughs> I, I don't know. Definitely not very Frank Black, but definitely Barry White. Okay. Wait, wait. When you say Frank Black, I think of Lance Henriksen. So. I meant Millennium the, the singer. Yeah. Oh no, it doesn't exist for not me. Not the in singer. My world. Actor. Sorry, I'm done. Yeah. Done. Singer. No. I don't even know anymore. Let's move on. <laughs> the time is now. <laughs> Doctor, you, <laughs> yeah. What's got you geek? Well, uh, there there are quite a few things um, that have me excited uh, at the moment. One of them being that uh, this week I have uh, kind of rediscovered and discovered for the very first time the John Bush era of Anthrax. Believe it or not. Now let, let I believe me. it because I don't even know what that means. Okay, so well I, I know what Anthrax is, okay. a band. Yeah. Now years ago, one of the bands I was in, we played a couple Anthrax songs um, off the Sound of White Noise, um, only in Room for One More, and I knew that that was a different singer uh, than I had heard on previous Anthrax albums, uh, Joey uh, Belladonna, I believe his name is, uh, who is an Oswego native, if I'm not mistaken, and uh, I, I remember hearing Anthrax, hearing I'm the Man, and it yeah. was like this this half, it was like a heavier Beastie Boys or something, I, I wasn't really into it, I mean, I'm the Man was funny, but other than that, I didn't really care. Uh, but then this, you know, I'm in this band, like, hey, you got to check this Anthrax album out. Like, this is a different singer. And I'm like, this guy's really good. And for some reason, I never looked any further into it, even though only and Room for One More are both in my uh, music playlist on my phone. I'd never investigated it any further. And just completely on a whim, I decided to look it up and found out that John Bush, who was um, formerly and now currently again and back and forth, the uh, lead singer of Armored Saint, uh, did seven albums with Anthrax. Interesting. And, I, I mean, he's... It, it's weird out of two songs that still 
years later on my playlist, I, I'd never looked into it more, but I always liked his vocals. Uh, and uh, did a little investigation, found out that uh, when Metallica was first uh, formed, uh, James Hetfield was uh, a little undecided on whether or not he was going to sing and play guitar or just play guitar, because he, he did both and he wasn't sure. John Bush is the guy that he tried to get to be the lead singer of Metallica. Wow. Yeah, and he, and he he's gone on record as saying he thinks only is a perfect song. So Metallica has a lot of respect for this guy. So when I had... I, just because I was wiki, Wikipediaing it to find out how many albums he'd done with them, I'm like, damn, I need to check this out. <laughs> so I was listening to it on the way over, really excited about that because it's it's really good uh, heavy metal and the guy's got great pipes. So uh, the other thing I'm excited about is on the sixth, which I believe is Tuesday. Yes, I'm not mistaken. Because I have a dentist appointment. Morrowind is released for the Elder Scrolls Online. Very cool. I am very excited. Uh, if you don't already know what that is, you probably don't care. But I would like to say, you know, don't try to get a hold of me on Tuesday because I won't be available. The truth of the matter is, is they'll do a longer than normal maintenance. It will probably take um, them all the way straight through my normal playing time just to get it up and running. And then once it starts working, it'll probably be completely broken. So I may <laughs> not actually get to play it until next week. But... Regardless, I'm excited that this is happening and uh, looking forward to uh, losing myself in uh, a whole other area in the Elder Scrolls. And and by the way, in any case anyone's keeping track, um, I finally finished the main story just on one of the factions. I still have to complete it on the other two factions. Uh, and of course, with side quests and everything, I looked in this week before Morrowind is added, I have only completed 13% of the game. Wow. Yeah. I've... This is going to take me well into 2018, and if they keep adding new stuff... Even longer. Yeah. So, again, I, I reiterate, I do not believe I'll need to purchase another game beyond Friday the 13th for PS4 uh, until the PS5 comes out. Awesome. And that's what's got me geek, Paul. How about you? Sleeping in my own bed. <laughs> well, that's always good. Yes. Um, for, for our listeners at home, or in their cars, or wherever they listen, all five of them... Um, Thursday night, I did not get to sleep in my own bed because I was in a... The park? I was near a park. Does that count? Uh, was it under a bridge? No. <laughs> Anthony <laughs> Kiedis wasn't there either, so let's go with that. Uh, no, Madison had to have a sleep study done, uh, which means someone had to stay there with her all night long in a hospital room, I guess. It wasn't really a hospital room because it had an attached bathroom and everything that was reasonably sizable but um the reason i bring it to the audience is just the the fucked up nature of how things go this would probably could also probably be a wtf file but i've got something different planned for that all right um so we get there at like eight o'clock that night thursday night and we go to sign in and the lady at the desk is fucking wanda sykes not like ramming her right there no the lady looked like (laughs) wanda sykes (laughs) <laughs> that would be very strange. Yeah. Hi, Wanda. Is this attention wanted? <laughs> Should I call somebody? <laughs> you need help. Blink twice for yes. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, she signs us in and everything, and I think she's just the receptionist. Oh, no, she's the one that's taking care of us through this whole thing. So I get to spend the entire night with, with Camilla's Wanda Sykes. and uh, It's better than spending the whole night with Fulton Wanda Sykes. Probably. Not, not, not as cheap, though. I'm trying to write, sorry. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, um, we were friends at first, 
but as the night went on and she kept bursting into the room and snapping all the lights on my face um by the time we left there at 605 friday morning um i was ready to fight wanda sykes yeah yeah girl Um, fight hey (laughs) (laughs) so yeah that's uh there was very little sleep um but i'm getting ahead of myself Uh, we walk into the room they bring us in there is a chair a standing fan a nice bed and a a hospital recliner if that makes sense if you know what i'm talking about uh if if you haven't had to spend any time in a hospital basically it's a chair that will lay flat down so you can sleep on it if you're in the hospital with somebody so i'm like oh cool there's a big bed and that's when i realized all the monitors and stuff are right next to that big bed so tiny little madison gets to sleep in the big bed and um i'm sleeping on a gurney basically <laughs> yeah it was wouldn't be the first time would it no no definitely not i've slept in worse places before but not at my age um so she she excuses herself wanda and uh tells us to get ready no nah, she said just open the door when when you're ready for us to come in and start wearing medicine up and i said sure sure we can do that so I get Madison's teeth brushed. She's already in her pajamas. Um, I decided, you know, change into what I'm going to be sleeping into, which was, you know, a Green Lantern t-shirt and a pair of basketball shorts. I barely get my pants pulled up and the door bursts open. <laughs> I'm like, really? <laughs> and she goes, oh, aren't you ready yet? I'm like, nah, come on. You can look at my stare, my hairy fat chest too. Come on, just let's do this. So yeah, um, almost an hour later, they finally had her all wired up. And uh, it looks like something out of a sci-fi movie. I've, I've experienced one of those. You've personally. done one of these? I've done oh, a God. sleep study, so That's, I know what it's like. It's good times, right? Yeah. yeah. Especially getting that goop out of your hair afterwards. Because yeah. I had long hair at the time. Yeah. That's, uh... Somehow Madison still went to school yesterday. Yeah? Yeah. Well, because she's the one that gets to sleep. Well, sometimes. Because they kept coming <laughs> yeah. in and messing with her, but... But, yeah, that's, uh... I was quite geeked to be able to actually sleep in a real bed last night. Not real geekified, but I just thought it was something that the audience might like. Well, you know, just just think, you know, this week's got you geeked. It, it can only go up from here. <laughs> right, hopefully. Right? Yeah. yeah. You know, there, there's no way it can go down, I don't think. Unless you actually sleep under a bridge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um, Paul, I, you know, I know we were, we were kind of excited. We got some interesting stuff to try. We're just letting some things chill yeah. in the fridge. Uh, do you think it, we should go grab that and... Do you want to do that? We're, hey, we always start the show like that. We usually, Lately, we've been doing it before. Uh, you know, what's new, got you geeked? Yeah. So. so let's do that. Um, we'll take a, a pause right here, and maybe you'll, uh, you'll hear a, a word from our sponsors. Dr. Hugh. Let's catch a buzz. All right. This week, we have something from a place called Wells. It says Brewers since 1876. Now, uh, I do want to go ahead and uh, let everybody know these were given to us by Laura, who in turn received them from her mother. So, who works for um, TJ Sheehan. Okay. Uh, alcohol distributor. So, Distribu- the, uh, yeah. Yeah. They give us, they make beer and they, they, they hand beer out to people. Yes. For a fee. There's, you can't go there and be like, give me beer. Yeah. So. That would be nice. Um, now, this is something interesting. Now, I am not a big fan of bananas, but this caught my eye. Banana bread beer. I want to read what the back of the can says. Yes, yeah, so this came in a can, a craft beer in a can. 
interesting. Long ago, ale was known as liquid bread. We've used our long history of creating the finest malt blends and added fair trade bananas to awaken the senses with a seriously fruity, rich, yet surprisingly versatile banana bread beer. Tempting banana, banoffee, tempting banoffee, it says banoffee. <laughs> banoffee aromas and flavors are balanced by the silky richness of a masterful malt blend and the peppery spice of the freshest, ripest hops. I'm not sure those all sound like they go together, but... Hey, some people like peanut butter and jelly, some people like peanut butter and fluff. Okay. So, at first, does this... No, I'm getting banana, it's there. It is, uh... It's not super strong, but it's there. It's, it's, do, you get, do you get it? It's hidden behind the beery. I definitely get beery. I don't think my honker works so good. Ah, well, okay, let's take a taste of this. definitely tastes like banana there's malt there it's not bad banana though it mm. it's more pleasant than i expected that actually works really well again coming from somebody who hates bananas uh that is really good now you know what i don't even know if i want to say this oh the banana's there in the after in your in your nose afterwards how do you get a banana in your nose? That seems like that was a major misfire. <laughs> it's not what you said last night. I've never referred to mine as a banana. Trust me. <laughs> now, you know what's interesting is I think this would be better if they applied this principle to a better quality beer because it kind of does... You, you, you understand what I'm saying there? I'm not saying it's a bad quality beer, but it tastes like an, an average beer. Mm-hmm. With they've a, added banana bread flavor, too. Yeah. I mean, it's good, but you know, I wish this was a... Maybe higher quality. And again, maybe that's what they're shooting for. I don't know. Maybe this isn't, you know, $11 uh, a six-pack beer. Right. Certainly can't uh, uh, fault them if this was what they were going for. Um, this this tastes more like a, um, like a Budweiser with banana flavor, which is not a bad thing. Right, if that's your thing. What are you looking for, Paul? I'm just seeing where, like, who it is. Like, I was wondering if it Wells was like one of those like micro labels off of somebody else. Oh, uh, like, like Pab's Blue Ribbon was just throwing banana bread flavoring in their beer. Right, but no, this says it's out of uh, the UK. Really, that mm-hmm. explains the spelling of some of the words on that can, like flavor and such. I noticed See. that while I was reading it. See, those limeys can't do a goddamn thing right. <laughs> well, they get, there, there's Doctor Who. Still? And there's fish and chips. Okay, you got me with yeah, fish and yeah, chips. Yeah, Food yeah, is yeah. where you get me. Yeah, you can't really. Now, I don't know about shots. spotted dick, but. Yeah, let's not do that. <laughs> now, I, before I forget this, Paul, your shirt reminded me that I saw the coolest uh, shirt in uh, Walmart yesterday. Uh, there was this big guy. I'm talking big, tall, looked like a linebacker for an NFL team. And he was wearing this black hoodie, and it had the Batman symbol. Mm-hmm. But inside the Batman symbol, you could only see the part that was torn away was a Green Bay Packers symbol. Which very I, cool. Which I yeah I thought that was really cool. In fact, I was going to ask him to take a picture because I was going through Walmart and I was at the uh, the self checkout mm-hmm. and I was waiting for one next to him to open up so that I could go up there and say, hey, can I take a picture of your shirt? I didn't want to just walk up and be weird. But then the girl who you know they always have somebody who's watching everyone and occasionally they'll ring someone out. She's like, hey, come on over here. I'll ring you out here. Yeah. And completely threw my me off my game. And then he was walking out of the store. Typical women ruin everything. Uh, you know, what are you going to do? Uh, unfortunately, I, I'm afraid that he might have, like, hit me if I had tried to chase him out the store to get a picture of his shirt. You could always hit him back. I heard no, that's no, thing. no, no, not, no, 
No. <laughs> oh, only because you threatened to punch me. <laughs> but uh, but that's not for audience consumption. No, no. We're joking. Of course. Um, yeah, this is pretty good. I and like if you it. Disagree. I I'll punch you. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I actually think this wouldn't be too bad on a, a hot summer day outside. I'm drinking multiple of them, even though it's banana. It's weird. It, it actually works. It does kind of work. Kind of refreshing. Um, I'm also told that after football, I should probably be eating a banana. Does this count? What like should I just get a six pack of this and after the football just drink it? There, that, yeah, you certainly can. Do you think there's any potassium count in this? That's tough. I would uh, wonder if the alcohol would eat away at anything like that because, I mean, it's not like beer is good for you. It's not like it's got vitamin C in it and shit. It should. It should, yes. It would make my life better. But no, I'm not so sure about that. Well, look it up. I I don't know. I honestly don't know. But if it does, uh, (laughs) I was at Taste of Syracuse yesterday, and we walked up to the, uh, was it the Tops? One of, one of the tops tents, I believed. And they were like, here, want some potassium? They were giving out bottles of potassium vitamins. Really? Yeah. Just My, my wife and I were like, we both ended up taking one because the lady was really pushy. But we were, it was, you know, those big orange bottles like like you'd pay like seven bucks for. They were just opening up cases and giving them away. I'm like, what a strange thing to be giving away a taste of Syracuse. Yeah. Last year, um, I was accosted by a, a lady similar to that, giving away um, the powder that you put on your balls. Um Gold bond. Thank you. Yeah, bottles of gold bond for whatever reason. And did you uh, use that said gold bond? Yes, but I used it to make my shoes not smell. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I've never done that. I remember was it a comedian who once said putting gold bond on your balls and standing in front of a fan is the greatest feeling in the world. And I've just like I've never been able to try that because it just sounds so strange. To yeah. Me. I mean, I can go with the second half. I've stood in front of a fan with my balls exposed. Before. Yeah, but you know, I only do that to dry off after a shower if I'm in a hurry. Yeah, you know, or shower. After something else, whatever. I don't want that to dry though. Yeah. Then yeah, you got to scrape it, it off. Stank, huh? Yeah. <laughs> you get one of those, you know, scrapers, you know, like you use on your windshield, <laughs> stretch them out, and <laughs> yeah, that's wow, probably a little too much. We've Paul. gone in some really weird places in 16 minutes. Yeah. So, what do you think we should do next, Paul? Let's go into the news. All right. Well, I am ready for that. Uh, first up this week, Paul Anderson almost put Alice in chains. Uh, You may not be aware of this, but Michelle Rodriguez was almost the lead of the Resident Evil franchise. Now, uh, Mila Jovovich uh, did an interview this week, and of course she played the main character, Alice, in all of those movies. Now, there was a script change uh, before they actually started filming, which gave a lot of the action scenes to Michelle Rodriguez's character, Rain. And uh, Mila was very mad about that. She almost quit the movie because, in her own words... um, Michelle was really hot at the moment. She had just come off Girl Fight, and there was Oscar buzz. And uh, my hotness had sort of been already four years old at that point. And uh, she was very upset about this. So she got on a plane. She showed up to to film. And she got on the phone with Paul and said, "Uh, Listen, um, we need to have a talk, or I'm, I'm on a plane tomorrow. I'm leaving. And so they got together, and he's like, Oh, we didn't really change much. And she said, Okay, let's sit down and go through this page by page. And they did. Uh, for hours, and uh, I guess he rewrote things or put things back the way they were, and that's apparently how their relationship started, because the both of them are married now, if you don't know that, and they have been for years, but um, you're looking at me like you had no idea. No, I didn't. Yeah, he, uh, he Paul Anderson and Mila Jovovich are, are married, and have been, I think, since, yeah, shortly after the first film. Wow. Yeah, so he's been directing his wife in all of those films. I bet you that's the only place he's directing her. Yeah. <laughs> probably not. Waka. <laughs> oh, and with all that special effects stuff available to them, there's probably a lot of role play. Huh. 
Anyway, uh, but yeah, you know, Michelle Rodriguez was almost the lead. I gotta wonder, after uh, this coming out this week, and if she was not aware of this, man, how pissed must she be? Right. Yeah. Uh, next up, only if they go direct to VHS. Now, apparently, uh, with this new uh, Universal's Dark Universe uh, that they're creating with all the uh, classic Universal uh, monsters, uh, they are thinking about doing some low-budget films in this as well. Now, uh, Jason Bloom from Bloomhouse Films, you know, does all the uh, uh, like the Conjuring and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, uh, he has uh, expressed interest in this and is talking to them because he'd like to be involved in that because they're they're looking at making some lower budget. You know, we have the big tent poles with Tom Cruise and potentially Angelina Jolie and Johnny Depp and all these, uh, and then they want to do some lower budget ones. Now, interestingly enough. Uh, all of the main monsters seem to be locked up, so they may. I'm thinking they're going to have to create monsters, or maybe not create them, but pick monsters who weren't really part of that original 30s run of the Universal films, but kind of fold them in because we've created a plenty of other monsters since then. So they certainly could do that. There, there's room to expand that. Uh, I think that out of all the news that's come out of the uh, Dark Universe this week. Uh, that might be the most interesting, and I think I'm now far more interested in seeing those than I am uh, Angelina Jolie as the Bride of Frankenstein. Yeah, I still don't get that one. Yeah, I do not understand that. Yeah. Well, well, no, I understand it. You know, you, you cast the hottest actress in Hollywood. I mean, even still now, she's one of the... the I mean, you look at it this way. With all the weirdness with her, she still makes hits. Some of her, her contemporaries, her male contemporaries... Are still famous, but they aren't really making hits anymore, and, and they haven't in a long time. Um, I mean, just look at Disney's. Uh, I'm going to pronounce this wrong. Maleficent. Maleficent. Maleficent yeah, huge movie. Uh, she's still got it. So I, that's what they're looking at. They're just not considering the uh, potential pitfalls that come along with that. Uh, I am interested in seeing Jason Blum take on some of these properties, though, uh, because you cannot deny the fact that Blumhouse is to horror now what new line was to horror in the uh, late 80s and early 90s um they are i mean you see bloomhouse productions pop up at the beginning of a movie that you've not heard of because there's a lot of those because they're they're not just involved in big releases there's tons of stuff that goes direct to video that is bloomhouse if that pops up you at least know it's not going to be a shitty shitty movie <laughs> you know there, there's going to be some quality there Finally, I actually don't have a tagline for this one specifically. <gasps> oh, th there's a reason, though. I, I could not find a way to poke fun at this and thought I should not poke fun at this, especially considering the uh, real-world secret empire we live in at this time. Oh, boy. Uh, I did not want to even make fun of uh, a bright, shining beacon of hope. And that would be the fact that it, it appears that Wonder Woman is going to be a massive success, uh, along with scoring an A rating from Cinema Blend, which is a, a difficult thing to do. Um, across the board, reviews are phenomenal and these are now reviews for people that have not just the original ones you know that the studios kind of curate they're coming from everywhere they're saying it's amazing it's now broken the record for a movie directed by a female director uh patty jenkins now takes that crown uh, originally that was i believe it was Catherine hardwick and that was for one of the twilight movies uh it, they did a 39 million dollar opening it's on track for a hundred million dollar opening weekend that's awesome it, yeah and everybody says it's fantastic and probably the most telling thing i read was that in the person the reviewer actually said that this is probably the highest praise you could give a dc movie is it feels like it's a marvel movie and that actually nice. says tons that says a lot um and especially, you know that it's doing something right when Fox News is complaining about the fact that there's no white in her costume and it's not red, white, and blue. Um, I don't recall there ever being white in Wonder Woman. The stars costume. on her panties. Oh, okay, white. okay, all right. Which, um, 
totally hers unnecessary yeah gotcha. it's yeah so so they're mad that she's not wearing panties throughout the whole film visible panties yeah that that sounds about right uh but yeah i couldn't pick on that i mean that's great news i am really looking forward to seeing the film especially now i mean hands down apparently it's the best dc uh movie to ever be made and it, it rates up there with, again with the cinema cinema blend a rating um with the dark knight rises nice. you know, there's only a handful of dc movies that have ever gotten an a and none of them are part of this current dc universe so I'm really excited about that, and that's the news, kids. And uh, I just want you to remember, pulling out is not an effective method of birth control or job creation. Paul? Hmm. Okay. That, that one really threw you. I did, because I wasn't really quite sure where he was going Did at you first. figure it out? Yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, just an addendum to the Wonder Woman discussion. Um, we've already gotten glowing reviews from one of our own. So. Um, Webcam Nick? Webcam Nick went inside? Oh, oh you, you mean Laura? Yeah, the other one that hides behind trees. It <laughs> um, doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. It cleaned up. Um, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, she said it was phenomenal. I, I expected nothing less, though, because she's the like biggest like Wonder Woman fangirl we know. Yeah, so it's kind of hard to trust what she says. Yeah, I, I mean, just like everything else. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> You're welcome. Do, do we need to start like bringing her sound effect into the main show? <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> Okay, um, so I, I've got one thing I wanted to acknowledge. With as big of a fan as I am, I, I want to acknowledge the passing of Lisa Spoonauer. Um, Caitlin Bree from Clerks. Ah, uh, yeah, you she were passed about that last a couple week. weeks back. Um, that was rough for me. It was. It's actually one of the first times when a quasi celebrity passed that it actually affected me. Did she do anything beyond Cur- Clerks? Jeff Anderson. Does that count? <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, I don't think so. I think after that was done, her and Jeff, who played Randall, actually did fall in love and get married for a little while. Um, and I think she just settled into a regular life after that. Uh-huh. But um, she had some sort of degenerative disease that finally took its toll and took her away from us. It's our first loss from the uh, the Viewisk universe, I believe. So. That's sad. I'm sorry, Paul. Yes. Do, do you need a moment? No, I think, <laughs> I think you can tell in my voice where where it, it, I'm kind of bummed out from it. You're just glad so. it was a few weeks ago because if this was like yesterday, we'd have to take a break. Yeah, I probably would be weeping uncontrollably again. So. Um. So yeah, that's. I just completely brought the episode way down. <sighs> Damn it! Now we have to start over again. Right. Take two. No, I'm just kidding. We don't do take twos. <laughs> Sometimes I think we should. There's times when we, we should have in the past, I'm thinking. Usually when Laura's on or Andrew. Oh, yeah. That That's where I'm going today. That That's what's going to happen. I'm just going to be a dick to everybody else. <laughs> I can live with that. It makes the show interesting. So um, what else is going on, Paul? What's happening in the uh, the Showins universe? Well, in the Showins universe, uh, as usual, there's a whole lot of... Uh, renovations going on at the house yeah i probably shouldn't bring this up but i'm still going to oh you should you should okay so i worked all day yesterday um after the no sleep and uh i was getting text messages throughout the day of um a deck being disassembled at my house because we're gonna pour a concrete pad to go along with um the new playset and everything that madison's getting through make-a-wish i don't know if i've Brought that up you before. actually have not even given me the details of this. I know I. That's good. I have to be very me. careful because we're not supposed to say too much about it. So I might have said too much already. Okay. Um, 
but that's happening because of Madison's situation. And actually, I'm ruining a future episode of the fight by talking about it at all. <laughs> so forget it by the time that one comes out, okay? Um, if anyone's even listening to that still. I am. Yeah. So, <laughs> are you sure I should bring this up? I think you should. Okay. I think you should. <laughs> so, at one point, communication stopped. And I didn't know why at that point. I had been getting pictures of the disassembly of the deck. And I get home to find out that um, Kristen may be concussed because apparently they're working away and um, the hammer may have um, slipped out of the, the, the main guy's hand and uh, it may have landed at the base of Kristen's skull. <laughs> now, maybe you shouldn't tell this story and be laughing quite so much. <clears throat> I mean, yeah, sorry. Um, you know, the sad thing is these people who are doing this, uh, they are... Family. Yeah, which means that if it wasn't family, you'd be getting the rest of this done and other things for free. Right. I mean, we still are. Yeah, but, <laughs> but you know what I mean. Uh, yeah, totally. Yeah, that's too bad. Yes, and um, she's fine, I guess. You know, if I would have asked, then maybe, you know. Yeah, that's a good place to start. <laughs> no, in, in all seriousness, she's, she's doing all right. She said she had a bit of a headache. She said it made her dizzy when it happened, so I'm assuming she I'm did sure. probably get a minor concussion. And um, two things. Thank God she had her back to them, and it wasn't the fly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <clears throat> I man. mean, maybe this is one of those take two times. <laughs> no, no, can't do it. Can't do it. Uh, you know, that's just, you, you got to think, though, of, of all, especially Hammer is not that big. Okay? Right. So for it to have flown and, and hit her in the back of the head, I mean, it's, uh, it, what are the chances? <laughs> you know, it reminds me of, uh, I had a friend years ago, uh, before I, I got married the first time. Uh, Before we you got the client? Yeah. Uh, we, were, we were roommates. And uh, after we had gone our separate way, shortly after, actually, uh, he was walking through a... It, not, not the woods. It was actually a path through the woods. It was a trail, like a, a trail that the county takes care of. And he was on his way to work. And he was walking. And he had headphones in and didn't couldn't hear anything. And there were some uh, people there who worked for, you know, keeping the trails good, cutting down a tree. And it fell on him. Oh, my God. And killed him. Oh, my God. Yep, instantly. And it just, you know, it's like sometimes I got to wonder, you know, for, for, for things, the universe must put things in motion, like all Final Destination style, for, for things like that to happen. Right. You know, because it, yeah. it, there, there's only one specific place you could be where, where the, this could happen, and that happened to be where you would be. What are the chances? So that's I don't know. some weird karmic shit. Maybe, maybe Kristen, she should look at it. It was destiny for that to happen, and maybe because of that, other things, other pieces have slotted into place that will be good down the road. I'm trying to say, look on the bright side. So, are you saying I don't have to write this check to him, or <laughs> I would say no. Okay, I would say hold good. off on the check. All right, fantastic. Let's go with that. Um, I did want to uh, bring up uh, that if you're not watching American Gods you need to be uh, I don't know if Paul is watching American Gods are you watching American Gods I don't have stars oh my god it is so I've heard it's phenomenal ridiculously good and coming up on this week on Geek Pod Blue I'm actually going to talk about that because uh, I have a bone to pick with the new Twin Peaks reboot and uh, just to get, give a little preview of that if 
you want to see how to do surreal properly in this day and age with the sensibilities we've built up over the past 25 years this show is how to do it nice. uh, it is definitely off the wall surreal as fuck uh, but also incredibly well written well acted and i'll tell you paul it's one of those shows i mean i i'm when we've been sitting there watching it for a while i'm like i know it's going to end soon i know it's going to end soon i, I get upset right because i i want to like like when you first um when you first uh, get hooked on game of thrones and you're watching those first couple seasons hmm. and luckily you can binge them now but you just don't want it to end that's how american gods is uh, amazing show Nice. And, and fantastic performances from everybody involved. Uh, if you're not watching it, you need to be. Isn't Ian McShane? Yes. In it? <laughs> yes, nice. as Mr. Wednesday. And, Mr. Wednesday. Uh, and uh, Crispin Glover actually uh, appeared this week as uh, Mr. World. So it, it's, who knows, Jillian Anderson? Nice. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's got a, an all-star cast. And I, you know, I, I don't even want to say more about it because I don't want to ruin it. Uh, I mean, it's based on a, a novel by uh, Neil Gaiman. And, you know, if you don't know who he is, then you probably shouldn't be listening to this podcast, at least peripherally. I agree. You know, everybody should know who he is, even if they haven't read his books. Uh, But, wow. I just, it's it's TV. I couldn't even tell you if it's a good adaptation. I never read American Gods because I, I, once I heard the series was coming, I'm like, nope, I don't want to read anything about this. I want to be surprised by everything. Uh, Amazing stuff. I need to stop talking about this now. Paul, change the subject. Look, pie. What? No, sorry. Um, I don't know. I was looking for something to go with. Yeah. Well, you've been busy, so you don't have a whole lot of uh, TV no. stuff to throw in there. No, oh, TV. Have you finished any of the seasons of our favorite TV shows? I'm done with Flash. Okay. Arrow. Legends. You're waiting for me to get to one you actually watch, aren't you? I watch all of those. <laughs> and um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, yeah. Oh, and Walking Dead, clearly. Because yeah. That's Which comes back this Sunday. Well, Fear the Walking Dead. The better Walking Dead show comes back this Sunday. I still just don't care about the characters in that show. Are you actually watching it? Though? Yes. I just don't care about them. Like, I want Nick to get his face eaten off. That's all. Well, I do sometimes, too. But, but I mean, I still watch. We still, we're still watching it and consuming the show. But I just... Like there's a no... Consumes in, a human. Yes. And there's no... I'm not invested in those characters. Not to mention our new friend Jeremy Ambler hasn't been on that show, so... This is true. Okay, maybe it's not as good a show. Oh. <laughs> um, well, I gotta ask you how you feel that the um, how you feel the CW verse ended this year. I mean, what what are your thoughts so far? And because I, I'm nowhere near close on one on Supergirl yet, um, so I can't account for that one. But kind of really weird endings for all of these shows. Everything was a down note, including Supergirl. Um. I, I think that uh, Manu Bennett revealed that Deathstroke will be surviving because he said uh, people need to talk to the CW and get a, a Deathstroke spinoff made, which would be kind of hard if he died on the island. Mm-hmm. Uh, I Clearly, we're going to lose somebody in that explosion. You have to. Yeah. Uh, yeah there, you, there's no way. And, and unless, my only thought was, unless they went into the, uh, the Cadmus bunker. Oh, yeah. Because here's the thing, okay? These bombs that we saw, we don't know that there weren't other kinds of bombs, but the ones we saw were big, giant barrels all electronic together or whatever. I think that even though, I mean, Cadmus got in there at the end, they would have noticed, people would have noticed if that was there. Would they even have thought to put one down there? I don't know. I'm thinking that that might be their way out. Uh, as far as the Flash goes, i got to say I'm a little irritated. Here, here's the thing. Why the hell didn't... Um, 
Jay offer to take his place again. Right. Could he not? Was it because it was his fault? They they didn't. That did not come through clearly that the Speed Force was saying that Barry had to be the one to take the place in the Speed Prison. Um, I don't know. It was I, I was a little lost there because if nothing else, I think there should have been a line where Jay offered and the Speed Force said, "Well, no, this only Barry can do this because he's the one that created Flashpoint." Uh, I because now I come away thinking, "Wow, Jay's kind of a dick." <laughs> right. So yeah, I mean, he took a, the Flash's place at one point before because you know he he had already done all of his stuff and he knew that Barry Allen had so much more to do. That must have changed in the past three months. <laughs> right. Yeah. He's like, oh no, you're done now. You know, I I got to go do my own thing. I got to do me. <laughs> Zoom. Um, it it was it, man though. It, every single one of those shows and seemed like they ended on a down. Wait, how did Legends end? Oh wait, they were so. Oh, they got to the the Earth with the dinosaurs and all that. Yeah. Yeah. I guess Legends didn't end on a bad note. Just a weird note. Yeah. But that, that's kind of that show's uh, DNA. It does that kind of thing. It, it's allowed to. Um, overall, I mean, how would you rate these seasons? I mean, I, I feel like Arrow had its strongest season in a while. Yes, definitely. Um, I'm wondering about some of the loose threads. Like what? Uh, Vigilante. Okay. What the fuck happened to him? I know that they basically brought him in as a red herring because yeah. Adrian Chase in the comics is vigilante. So they were doing the bait and switch there. Because they expected, you know, all of us nerds be like, okay, we're going to look these names up. Oh, yeah, he was vigilante. Yeah. So, which was a good switch out. But, I mean, what happens? I mean, last time we saw him, he was fine, right? Like, he yeah. had been killed. So where did he go? Is that going to come back around next season? Oh, I'm sure everything comes back around this to this next season where there'll be no flashbacks. Thank God. No, they have to start replaying episodes <laughs> yeah, from yeah, season yeah. one. Flashback to season one. There you go. Uh, do you? I'm almost sad that it, it seems like. Uh, oh, and now I'm forgetting his name. The big Russian guy. Dolph Lundgren's character. Yes, Dolph um, Lundgren's character. Uh, I was actually blanking on Dolph Lundgren's name. I'm almost sad that he can't uh, come back, or at least shouldn't come back now. Right. Uh, I think he'd make a great current adversary. You know, certainly some... Because, I mean, really, Arrow does kind of need to get continue in its trend of staying with more grounded um, bad guys for the season. They, right. They, they need to do that. They can't go wacky. Uh, speaking of wacky, uh, have you seen the pictures of uh, Ra's al Ghul from Gotham? I saw one, one I think. Maybe last night. Yeah, Alexander Siddig as uh, Ra's al Ghul. First of all, very comic, comic accurate costume. Uh, it almost makes me wish I was watching that show, except I'd like to understand how the fuck does Ra's al Ghul show up when Bruce Wayne is like 12. Right. And why is it they're already talking about potentially this season he becomes the Batman? Or possibly Owlman? He's a, He's a kid. How yeah, does that work? He yeah. has to go all over the world and do his training. Unless they do a time jump or something, it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, but if they do a time jump, then we're going to recast all the characters they have. Like, if they do a time jump, we have to have Selina grow up to be Catwoman. Well, didn't they already have her get a little older? Did they? Yeah, no, they, they had Poison some... Ivy. She went from being oh, like yeah, a kid to... Well, I mean, the adult the adult characters they could handle. I, and, you know, they don't even need to... You look at what Vikings does. That seems like it jumps ahead ten years between seasons sometimes. I mean, you can get away with keeping the same actors. Uh, the adult actors, for the most part. But, yeah, I, again, you know, I've talked about how weird it is that Gotham's bringing in all these villains that don't seem like they should be there yet. 
And, and it's not it's not bringing them in as who they were before they were the villain. They're bringing them in as the villain. Right. Yeah. We, we have a Mr. Freeze and... Yeah. And, and they're apparently... Okay. If we stick to the the, the regular timeline, Bruce doesn't come back into, to Gotham until his, what, late 20s? Right. Okay. So we're looking at a 10-year jump. Yeah. In that no, 10 late, years... Late 20s. So we're talking almost 20 years. Yeah. Um, they're, they're going to be... They will have burned that city to the ground by then. Right, with all the villains being there. I mean, 15 years of Penguin, the Joker, uh, Riddler, everybody running rampant with nobody to stop them. I mean, Except I know, Jim Gordon, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Jim Gordon would be dead. Yeah. You know, that's that's just too big. Um, I, I can't buy it, and as, as much as I would love to see Alexander Siddig play Ra's al Ghul, because I'm a huge fan of his, um, yeah, I... No matter how good he is, it, it, again, it's another wasted character on Gotham. Um, why don't you just give us a Batman TV show? Yeah, I don't get it. I, I stopped after the like, partway through season two. I think. Yeah, I was I, just done with it. Yeah, it, it just really stopped making a whole lot of sense. Anyway, though, I don't want to ramble too much um, solely about that. Uh, what do you got for comic recommendations this week, Paul? All right. Well, I'm going to preface this by saying I have had zero time to actually read comic books. That's understandable. Yeah, it's been it's been a time, but I am keeping track of what's coming out, and I, I'm going to have to go out and get this one actually, because I'm I'm really interested in the new Cable number one. From Does it Marvel. look like Josh Berlin? Uh, surprisingly enough, no, not yet. Okay. Give it a few more months. You know, um, but I was a big X Force fan. I think the last time I actually read the character was Cable and Deadpool the first time around. Yeah, I think that was the last one. So I'm interested to see what they've done to him since then. Okay. Saying give that a shot. Um, what's your this week recommendation? Mine is Logan, uh, Old Man Logan, twenty four. And the reason is, I, I may have mentioned in the past that, uh, um, in a previous episode, that Old Man Logan was doing the storyline called Past Lives, where he keeps getting sucked through time and dropped into, you know, past and future versions of himself. It was almost like a greatest hits of Wolverine. And, I mean, I, I felt like, I felt like the storyline was wasted because it's like, this next episode, boom, he's it's Hulk versus Wendigo, and he's there. And then it's like, why are you doing this? We've we've already seen this stuff. I, I couldn't understand the point of this. Well, that all came to a point, and I finally understand. They finally put him back with his family in that future world that run by Hulks, you know, from the original Old Man Logan. And like in all the other places, while he was there, he could experience it. He could not actually act differently. He couldn't change anything. He had to go through basically yes. the script. Yes. Interesting. And, and while that was frustrating in some places, he thought, oh, my family's here, I'm going to stay here. And But no, he didn't have the choice, and he realized he was going to see them all die again. But what that also made him remember, and, and he says this, you know, I, I was focused on what I lost. I, I also had forgotten what I had. And he got one more day with his family, his kids, his wife, realizing how amazing that was. And by the end of this issue, it seems like old man Logan has finally let go of that whole, I have to prevent this from happening to this world i have to change things like he's at peace with what's happened now and it means the character can now move forward as his own man in this new universe that he's in uh which it makes me excited to see what they're going to do because old man logan really is a, a great character it's like everything we love about wolverine but with a lot more wisdom and a lot more loss um he's a fascinating character and i can't wait to see where it goes next 
Outstanding. I've yet to read anything from from that. I need to. I need to check good. it out. It's you know it's it's not as uh, I don't want to say it's a comic book for old comic book geeks, uh, but being older, I in having having grown myself, you can see the the difference in that character between younger versions of himself and just other other younger versions of characters. Right? They, they do a really good job at at showing you that this is not the Wolverine we watch die. This hmm. is somebody who lived a much longer life. Speaking of that, have you had a chance to watch Logan yet? I saw it in the theater. Oh, I did not. I finally got to watch it this week. Oh, so what'd wow. you think? Let's let's talk about Freaking that. Freaking amazing! Right? Wow! Now, now you want to hear something that'll blow your mind? What? People close to me um, saw it, hated it, didn't understand it. Why didn't they understand it? They said all it was was um, a crazy little girl murdering people. Now, are these people who had not seen the previous X-Men movies? Yeah, these are these are people who are not typically comic book fan type oh. people. I mean, I think it's important to have seen the previous X-Men movies. Um, I, I think that they... I wish they had done a better job of explaining why Xavier was still around. Because mm-hmm. my, my wife said right at the beginning, didn't he die? And she's not really... I mean, she's comic book adjacent, but it's not her thing. But even she knew that he had died in a previous movie. and But they showed in the post-credit scene of that same movie that yeah yeah alive. but remember this was a a po- time when post-credit scenes weren't popular i did not know that post-credit scene existed until two years ago really because you, yeah, you didn't watch movies through the credits back then right. because nobody did anything had no idea so i believe it was pointed out like when the movie was coming out that that's the only reason i knew about it then because yeah. this was pre you know mcu where now that's you know better than to you always sit through the credits yeah because you never know what you might miss um yeah i mean i'm not upset that they they didn't explain from there to here but i think a lot of people like myself who's into this stuff didn't know about that um how many people want to watch this movie who had no idea there was a post-credit scene a ton i'm sure that being said it was great hearing uh, patrick stewart throw out some f-bombs <laughs> yes um and I'm glad that they gave it the the R rating that it needed because I, that was a great story. Yes, it was. Um, about the only thing that I feel like his death at the end was unnecessary, given what they'd set up. Mm-hmm. Um, if nothing else, she should have pulled him off that log and given him the opportunity to heal. Why'd she just leave him there to die? Well, didn't they already establish earlier in the movie though that basically the healing factor had kind of gone to shit? Well, well, yeah, but here's the thing. A bad guy says, oh, you're not going to survive this. Well, how the fuck do you know? Are you monitoring the X gene inside his chromosomes at this moment and you know that... Because he's partially healed from other stuff. I mean, it's it's still kind of sort of working. It's just wonky. How can you possibly know? It, it just seems like they should have tried. Right. You know, I, I guess that, that bothered me a little bit. I mean, it would have been nice for the character not to, to die. Uh, just because if we do end up getting an X-23 spinoff like they, they talk he about... He can't be in it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which is unfortunate because there's no gap period. They can't even do him in flashbacks because the entire time she knows him, we watch in that movie. Right. So there's nothing that's unseen. Uh, I just feel like they, they still could have had him die, uh, but they could have given themselves some wiggle room narratively uh, for future films if they need to. Uh, it, maybe he could, she could be an adult and he really could have been literal old man Logan. You know, that would have been kind of neat, huh? Yeah. You know, no, now here's the thing. Obviously, they did take him off the tree at some point, right? If yeah. they buried him. So if that healing factor. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. Um, 
Jackman will come back though yep. because you you can't really top that. No, no, he's he's definitely done with it. Although I, I wish that he would acquiesce to the idea that you could do a Deadpool Wolverine film that was set somewhere between in between. It doesn't have to fit continuity exactly, or at least continuity afterwards. Because wouldn't that be just great? It would. I mean, we need that, and I, I you know, I, I don't think that Fox is going to recast him. I don't think you're going to see Wolverine for a very long time. I agree. A tough act to follow up. Mm-hmm. Very good movie. I, was, I like you said that they needed that R rating to do that story correctly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The first time. I mean, this is the first time we've seen Wolverine stick his claws right through a guy's face. If I'm not mistaken, yes. I was like, whoa. You know, he doesn't even care. He's not a hero anymore. That was that was insane. Mm-hmm. How did you like the nod to the comics? Oh, where he said most of that. Yeah, you know, most of it didn't happen. Or yeah, that that was cool too. The fact that there were X Men comics in that universe was that is such a tricky line to walk too. You know that that's almost self parody in the fact that they they did that. I mean that says that at some point in this universe the X Men were popular heroes, mm-hmm. not hunted. They were popular enough to have a comic book, which is not a an X Men that we ever have really gotten to see. Right. Where they're publicly popular enough where they can have their own, you know, monthly comic book. And it also kind of nods to the fact that at some point they actually wore their costumes. That's what I took yeah. from that. So that's another thing I wish we would have gotten to see is Jackman in that costume from the post credits scene in The Wolverine. Yeah, that would have been cool. Ah, well, I guess you can't have everything. No, definitely not. Uh, but you know, Paul, uh, you know what we forgot to tell people? Where to buy those comics? It's uh, Cloud City Comics and Toys in the Shopping Town Mall. It's a freaking lootly. How did we forget that? Oh, because old man Logan right into the movie Logan. Sorry, Jeff. <laughs> I'm sure he can forgive it. Uh, we also need to discuss what we think people should buy next week. Oh, I completely forgot to do that. Son of a gun. Sorry. That's I actually okay. prepared that one. Just because I found it interesting that Iceman's finally getting his own series. Why? I don't know, but it's it's curious. Is it both Iceman? I don't know. And does that turn into a weird, like... What? Thing with the two... Because one is heterosexual and one's homosexual. No, I believe they're both gay now. Are they both gay now? They made them both gay? They made them both gay. Well, and you know, the funny part about that is... is, uh, do they count in that because when we're talking about you know inclusion and equality and all that when marvel says we have x number of uh um gay characters do they get to count Iceman twice now because that's kind of a cop-out good point but do they do they probably do <laughs> just so they have the numbers right yeah i'm fair i could be wrong but i'm fairly sure they're they've both come out now okay i just have it well is it really considered coming out if a psychic like violates your mind and tells you that yeah you're gay just tell everybody well, I mean, it, it, it counted as, you know, coming out as transgender for Zeke on Survivor when the other guy outed him, so. I don't even know what that means. Okay. My wife makes me watch Survivor. It's actually not that bad. Hmm. Just so you know, I, I, I tweeted out um, about us being on mic, and we've yeah. gotten no response, so shame on you folks. Well, we probably should have... Tw- Actually, what ha- should have happened is our social media director should have tweeted out last night um, that we were recording today or early this morning to give people time because they might be doing things like going to soccer practice or grocery shopping or whatever. And they may not have had a chance to check the Twitters. Yes. <laughs> I'm just letting that percolate for a minute because, you know, at this point in the show, she's furiously messaging one of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just saying. <laughs> She brings us on herself. That's all I got to say. 
So what else do we got uh, on tap this week, Paul? It seems like uh, this is a bit of a short show. It is. And um, that was by design, I believe, because we have stuff. And things. And things and stuff. <clears throat> what else do you have on tap? Uh, nothing really. That's all I really wanted to talk about. Um, uh, oh, let me think. Uh, I'm still, still working on the t-shirt thing that I talked about earlier in the week. Fantastic. Oh, how about we talk about that? Have we really discussed the... Uh, the success and popularity of Geek Pod Blue? I was trying not to pull my show into the main show, but we certainly can if you want. <laughs> I mean, you've referenced a couple of things you talked about there, so it's hard not to... Okay, okay, we so, can do that. But I'm, uh, I'm listening. I, I, haven't seen your, I haven't seen your numbers. Okay. I, I could have looked that up if we had Wi-Fi. Um, but I, I'm enjoying it. It's a good time. Well, thank you. I'm a little concerned about the weirdness you got going on in that house of yours. Yeah, it's a little scary, but I have a plan, and hopefully I'll be able to get this sussed out by next week. Good. I'll let everybody know how it goes. Yeah, that's just creepy as fuck. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I tell you, we, we got to watch this ghost hunting stuff. Yeah. Got to be careful. Speaking of ghost hunting, um, our good friend Josh Grossvent yeah? um, reached out uh, to apologize that he missed the message. He totally would have loved to have gone with us. But uh, I told him about our, our next plan. What, what is our next plan? Do you want to do that on, on mic? Oh, we can do that on mic, sure. Um, Happy Valley? Oh, that's right. Okay. okay. Yeah, the next place we're going to go is Happy Valley. Um, when are we going to do that? Soonish. Soonish? Okay. Um, as soon as we figure out um, technical glitches from last time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Are we ever even going to be able to put that stuff on YouTube? I don't know. Oh, man, I worked so hard on this. Yes, you too. did. You know what? That, that came through fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, we have we have some stuff to work on before that. So by this time next year, we'll be able to have you then. Yeah. <laughs> um, has all this bantering given you time to think of a comic for next week? Or no? I I don't even know what's coming out next week. Me either. Other than Iceman number one. <laughs> I I honestly did. Like I said, you know what? I was. In a rush because I had a soccer practice, well, soccer game this morning for. Uh, oh, Avery. did you win? No. Oh, yeah. Damn I, it, I tried to jump in there before you could finish that. <laughs> um, but also, um, Lana, who is not here with us today, because uh, my kids just have stuff going on all the time, and it's like instead of coming over to my house for the weekends now, it's one comes over on Friday, but she's got to be somewhere Saturday morning. But I have to pick them up middle of Saturday afternoon. But their mother has to pick them up Saturday night because they have something going on Sunday morning. It's just ridiculous and hard to keep track of. And I mean, I didn't even remember to bring the blue cord for my microphone. Oh, that's all right. Yeah, we have yeah I, I realized we did. Not that big of a deal because this isn't a live. Um, like convention show but uh, yeah i was just scrambling to get out of the house and i completely forgot to even look up what was coming out next week so my bad i'm sorry that's all right speaking of conventions i believe we are convention free until september that would be nice which should be the big one yeah now that's probably not good for our numbers but it's certainly good for my weekends right <laughs> that's okay um i gotta tell you last saturday was kind of a, a burnout day yeah. Between all day at the con and then two hours of football practice, coming home. Did I reference football last I, week? I don't think so, no. Okay, because everyone's got to be like, what the fuck is he talking about? Paul's turning into one of them. <laughs> He's got the sport. <laughs> the sports has got him. The sportsing has got him. Um, all right, let's get real with people. I decided that with 
all of the turmoil in my life lately, um, referencing the stuff with Madison, that I needed some form of a socially acceptable physical outlet. Basically, I needed a way to be able to hit somebody other than me with <laughs> without getting arrested or you know broken. Hobo fight. Yeah, <laughs> I consider it. There's plenty of them around the the office building. But so I uh, I joined a um, sanctioned flag, and I'm using flag in air quotes because it doesn't stay flag football very long. You know, what, we're gonna do a little bit of football talk now because there's a, a few funny stories that have come out of this so far. All right. Um, right. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and now, and we're gonna we're gonna drop the facade to uh, that we are. I'm not gonna do the over explaining sports stuff for you. Okay. Okay. Even though the baseball bat thing was fucking hilarious, <laughs> the look at Jeff's face was phenomenal. Have you t- have you talked to him yet to let him know that I'm really not that <laughs> no, stupid? Are you no, going to? I don't, I don't know. And we're also referencing something that hasn't been released yet. Oh great shit! Um. <laughs> uh, by the way, we still have a couple episodes in the can that we got to put out. <laughs> you know, and I got thinking about what we we're setting up, and I'm, I'm derailing myself. Look at this. That's got to be some kind of like record, right? Where I can derail myself instead of someone derailing me. Maybe. Um, as I was setting up today, and I'm going to also pull the curtain back on Whiskey Hollow for a second. Um, we really didn't release much of anything between that and now. I was almost thinking like that I should not appear on Mike and almost make it like I had disappeared after that. <laughs> but then I realized we pushed all those episodes out last weekend. So that didn't work. And look at that. Now it ties back into last weekend. Um, so you've been following me along in this whole football thing. Yes. I texted you initially, and your response was fucking hilarious. I don't even know if you remember what your response uh, was. was. It, how was the emergency room? No, before that, oh, okay. when I told you I was going to play football. What did I say? I'm at Walmart, and I think it was in the evening. I texted her. I said, I decided I'm joining a football league. And it took you a minute, because I'm, I'm thinking you were probably sitting there looking at your phone, you weren't sure if I was serious or not. <laughs> you had actually told me prior to that that you were thinking about it, so I, I was slightly prepared. And uh, I eventually get a text back that says, you, sir, are a fucking retard. <laughs> 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 so, I went ahead and did this. Uh, we got everything going. Got drafted, and I say drafted, you know, joined, basically. There's no really a draft. Onto the legends. Oh, that's the perfect name for your football team. <laughs> yeah, we are the legends. Yes, because legends are old. Yeah, I'm getting there too. So there's a lot of banter going back and forth with everybody trying to line up stuff so people can meet for practices and whatnot. And um, we get to practice, and I pull up, and I don't know anybody there. I figured that was going to happen. One guy that I work with pulled me into the team. And they're talking like friends, bullshitting back and forth. And uh, we did quick introductions, and they start razzing this one guy, Ron, about being an old man. They're just giving him shit. And then the other one of the other kids says, I don't care how old he is, and he points at me. He goes, you're the old man on the team. You're going to be 32 this year. (laughs) 
Just a just a side note to that. I'm going to be 40 next month. Did you tell them that? Yes, they're well aware. And not to mention, the gray in the beard kind of gives it away. It, were, were they shocked at all? No. No. no they are just like, oh, okay. And <laughs> they have me playing center. That's on the offensive line. And I'm not doing this for you. I'm doing this for anyone that might be listening. And I'm the guy responsible for getting the ball in the quarterback's hand. So I literally have to bend way over and throw the football between my legs to the guy behind me. Um, that's how we've been practicing it up until last week when they just said, I'm going to come up under center. And I was like, no one touches me that way. Because um, <laughs> that literally means that the quarterback's practically riding my ass and I have hand the ball off to him. Yeah, that was, that was interesting for me. Now, did they do that because you weren't able to throw the ball back? Because I assume in that position, don't you have to be looking between your legs to see where you're throwing the ball, or do you just have to? You have to look up. It's, it's more muscle memory oh, okay. once you get used to it. I have on occasion missed. That happens. Um, but the, usually when you when you do the under center, that's so you can get off a quicker snap and pass. Okay. It's more of like a rush thing. Yeah. Okay. I'd never done that before. That was... Not real fond of having a, a man's hands between my legs. Just saying. I won't say it. Go ahead. That's not what you said last I night. I do. <laughs> um, so what's that, Hugh? You you asked what our record is so far? Yeah, what is your record? 0-2. Oh 0-2? Yeah. Oh yeah, that means we're losing a lot. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm showing up every Monday after football games, typically wearing an ankle brace, <laughs> possibly a knee brace, um, limping dramatically. Yeah, it's good times. Are you guys getting destroyed? No, we're we're in every game. Okay. So, but that's okay. You know, you, you could be like my daughter. Today, she had a, on the opposing team with somebody she went to preschool with, and every time there's somebody she knows on the other team, she tries to help them score goals on her own team. <laughs> that's pretty. We awesome. yell at her. She's like, "I'm helping him." No, that's not how this works. Right. Now this is the five year old. Yes. Okay. I was gonna say, so that's Lana, and you know, there's a, there's an issue there. <laughs> yeah, 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 Lana playing soccer. Hey, you never know. Paul playing football. <laughs> true, true. Okay. Um, so really, the only thing I have left is my uh, WTF file. Well, I, I guess we can wrap this one up then. All right. This is something I like to call the hobo moon. Oh, yeah. hobos have been kind of a theme today. Yeah. Did you do that on purpose I earlier? I did because I saw what you wrote <laughs> down there. So I'm. I've taken also to um, walking during my lunch break. I'll, I'll get my headphones out, put on either a podcast or music, and just wander the city. And as most of my WTF files start, it was while I was out wandering the city. And I was uh, heading back towards our building, and I saw a little bit of a commotion between some of the um, domestically challenged. That's a good way to put it. <laughs> Let me write that down. And uh, I, I didn't understand what was going on. There was, there was a verbal exchange. And <laughs> I can't write while I'm talking. <laughs> and uh, one goes striding off. And his pants were way too big for him. And he's stomping off. And <laughs> ever so slowly, <laughs> you can see the pants dropping until he gets to the, the corner where he has to stop, and everything fell down. <laughs> oh! So I got to see a hopeful moon. Yeah. Oh, was he wearing underwear? Um, they went with it. Oh! So it was, yeah, I saw it from the back, thankfully. Oh! Um, and I, I was I was stunned. 
that I mean, granted, I understand he's in a poor situation, but really, rope, something, anything, just not. Can you imagine being on the other side of that? <laughs> Think of the children. The hobo wang was out <laughs> on the other side. <laughs> he's probably hung up better than the two of us combined. Probably. <laughs> So yeah, I, I saw that, and that, that's been haunting my dreams for the last few days. Have you bleached your eyes yet? I tried, yeah. but that hurts. <sighs> also doesn't uh, do much. No, it no. just causes pain. <laughs> well, I'm glad it was you and not me. Yeah, I, I appreciated that as well, yeah. So, anything you want to say to wrap this up? I think we're good. Alright, on that note, Megabyte me, bitches. This has been a GeekPod Network production. Want to help the show? Leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Need to get in touch with us? Email us at contribute at geekpod.com. Or send us a tweet at geekpod, G33KPOD. Now the time has come for leaving. Fear, now we shall return. We were so glad we could make it, but so sad we got to run. Well, it might be a long time till we raise another glass. You can rest assured that next time we'll have ourselves a laugh. Yeah, we'll have ourselves a laugh. We'll meet again. Don't know when. Don't know when. We all had a good time and we're sad to see it end. Good luck be with you. You go your way, I go mine. Sell the potter glass.